This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Beyond the Beauty is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Bobby Brown. I am someone that everyone knows is very focused on health and wellness. I never seem to know enough. I never seem to be consistent enough. Sometimes I blame myself because I have a very fun lifestyle. But I'm really interested in functional medicine because I do believe that we're not just what our lab says and we're not just we're sick, we need an aspirin. So what I'm excited about today talking to Will Cole is that I have read his books I have seen his work online. He's the guy that is teaching people how to eat plant-based, mostly vegetables, stay on keto, and also how to make the right choices and how to feel better. He's the author of two books, Ketotarian and The Inflammation Spectrum, and he's also a wildly respected functional medicine expert. He works with brands like Goop and MindBodyGreen. I asked him to be the wellness expert on JustBobby.com, so he's writing for me, and I'm just really excited to meet him. I know he's here with his son, and I'm looking forward to the conversation with Dr. Will Cole. Welcome to my podcast, and congratulations on your second book. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your kindness and support. And yeah, I'm excited for people to read it. And you are an official contributor to my Just Bobby site. Yes. So we've done a couple stories already. Yeah. And you just have a lot to teach. Thank you so much. I love writing. So the book has been a labor of love. And I love writing articles even honestly more than books, I think, because they're short form and so many people read them. But you seem like like one day you popped up on my Instagram. Like I never heard of you. And one day you popped up and all of a sudden you were everywhere. I mean, seriously, how many years have you been out there doing the Willie Cole thing? I've been doing functional medicine for 11 years. Mm -hmm. So this isn't new to me. Like the the grind, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean just staying in my lane, staying focused, and staying true to what I love and I'm passionate about hasn't changed in 11 years. But 
you know, it's cool that I can connect with people. And because most of my patients are online via webcam, I think it's just the nature of my part of my job Mm -hmm. is talking to people online and via writing and speaking about it. Where did you get your background in functional medicine? So my doctorate is from Southern California University of Health Sciences, which is an integrative medicine school. There's MDs and DCs and nurse practitioners and acupuncturists and oriental medicine doctors. And then my postdoctorate education and training is in functional medicine and clinical nutrition. That's through the Institute for Functional Medicine. Center IFM. Mm-hmm. That's the body of doctors and trainers that train the doctors at the Cleveland Clinic's Functional Medicine Center. Mm. So tell everyone that's listening who doesn't know what functional medicine is because it's all I care about, but a lot of people don't know what it is. And you're right. When we talk about it so much, we forget the fact that the majority of the population probably doesn't still know. And that's okay. And that's what I'm here for. So the differences between functional medicine and mainstream medicine, if you had to break it down, first thing is we interpret labs using a thinner reference range. So anybody that's listening will know, hey, when I get my labs done, I'll have my number and then I'll have this reference range. Well, we get that reference range from a statistical bell curve average of people who go to labs. People that go to labs are not the healthiest bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people that have these symptoms. They don't feel well. They go to their doctor and these do- the doctor runs the basic test and the labs come back normal. Yeah, right. you're fine. You're just depressed. You're just an antidepressant. Or you're just stressed out. You're just getting older. You just need to lose weight. All these well-intentioned reasons. But they're basically saying you're a lot like the other people with health problems that we're comparing you to. So in functional medicine, we're taking people with health problems out of the reference range of where optimal, vibrant wellness is. That's the functional range, where your body's functioning the best. So that's the first thing we do differently, and that gives clues as to why somebody's feeling the way that they do. And then we run more comprehensive labs, typically. So things like microbiome issues, like underlying gut problems or toxicity or chronic infections or hormonal imbalances, whatever's relevant to the health history. We want to get to the root cause. And then we realize we're all different. And there's not a cookie cutter, one size fits all approach to getting well. And it applies to food, it applies to natural medicines, it applies to just about everything in life. It's bio-individuality. But how did you figure this out? Did you grow up this way? I did. You know, my training in functional medicine is all like the formal training and really understanding the research and science and how to apply this in someone's life. But as far as food as medicine and all like the wellness space, predates functional medicine for me. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a home that was interested in wellness uh, before it was cool. I'm from the countryside outside of Pittsburgh, not the mecca of of wellness. My dad was like one of those bodybuilders in the 80s. Mm. I thought it was normal for people's dads to be like lubed up with like baby oil (laughs) and like turquoise speedos. But he was interested in food and Mm. wellness. And that was the genesis of, of my perspective on food and the difference between what I was eating at home and what my friends were eating at school. And that evolved over over the years until I was formally trained in this space. Growing up, what was a normal dinner that your mom would put on the table? It was vegetables, like wild rice. In the 80s and 90s, that wellness space was a little bit different. It was that crunchy granola, earthy, whole foods, plant-based approach with some clean proteins and things. That's basically what I was eating. And like raw dairy, they go and get the raw dairy, which is kind of controversial, I guess, today. But it's making a comeback from these different institutions that talk about the benefits of these type of foods that people would have eaten for thousands of years. Let's see, my mother would open up a can of vegetables and she'd cook it and I would get punished because I wasn't eating the vegetables because they tasted disgusting. Yeah. 
Canned stuff. vegetables aren't oh, the best. Oh, they're terrible. Like no. green beans? Gross. I don't, th- I don't remember the last time I had a canned anything. You know, I grew up a, a different decade than you did, so things have changed a lot. But I'm yeah. kind of a self-obsessed health fanatic. Yeah. Always searching for how can you feel better? How can you do this? Yeah. And, you know, your books, your first book is called... Ketotarian. Ketotarian. Now, keto yeah. is basically you eat fat. Mm-hmm. And it burns fat. Yes, that, that's counterintuitive, right? It's, it is counterintuitive, yeah. but yeah, but you can't be having a piece of toast with it. No, there are keto breads that are made with almond flour and psyllium husk and things like that. I mean, there's some good brands out there. Like? Unbun. I have no connection to them financially, but they're mm-hmm. a good brand that I know of. They're based out of Canada, actually, mm-hmm. out of Toronto. And I've had them in a few restaurants in Toronto and Vancouver, but you can buy them here in the States, mm-hmm. too. It's called Unbun. But ketotarian isn't a conventional ketogenic diet. It's a mostly plant-based approach, which is two seemingly polar opposite mm-hmm. views of foods. But as they show in ketotarian, it's actually not. And yes, the ketogenic diet is a high-fat, moderate-protein, low-carb diet. But what you put into that paradigm or those umbrellas of high-fat, moderate-protein, low-carb is up to you. So the way that I advocate it in ketotarian is to have go keto, but let's do it in a clean way. And I'm not advocating everyone to be in ketosis forever and ever either. We talk about cyclical approach or doing it seasonally or doing it when you want to reset. Like a lot of women do a cyclical ketotarian approach, but they'll increase their carbs around their period or their ovulation. They'll increase sweet potatoes and fruits, but then they go back into ketosis the other days of the month and they feel fantastic. It helps boost their brain and they helps lower inflammation levels helps with their fat burning, all the things that a lot of people are struggling with today. Mm-hmm. And your new book is called? The Inflammation Spectrum. So how is that different than the first book? I talk about the inflammation spectrum, this concept that inflammation exists on a continuum, like from mild symptoms, like mild background fatigue, low-grade anxiety, digestive problems, to the other end of the inflammation spectrum, which is autoimmune conditions or diabetes or whatever else you're thinking of when it comes to health problems, and then everything in between on that continuum. But I mentioned it in passing because beta-hydroxybutyrate is the ketone that your body produces in ketosis. It's anti-inflammatory. It's a natural way to lower inflammation. So I talk about this concept of the inflammation spectrum in like a paragraph of ketotarian. I was able to, in the inflammation spectrum, to have a deep dive into this concept, to have a whole book amount of, of research and data and practical tips for people to start to lower inflammation beyond the ketogenic diet. So the inflammation spectrum isn't a ketogenic book. So you could be healthy and not be keto. No, absolutely. Yeah. The goal of keto, how I see it, is a tool to gain metabolic flexibility. Mm-hmm. Most people are always in sugar burning mode. They're, they're, it's like kindling on a fire. Even if you're eating healthy foods, if it's breaking down into sugar, it's like kindling on the fire and you need to keep putting kindling on all day long or you're going to get hangry and irritable and be on a blood sugar roller coaster. So all a ketogenic diet is and the way I advocate it to do it is like more of a ketotarian, mostly plant-centric approach. And that could be pescatarian, keto, vegetarian, keto, or vegan keto. And what about grass-fed meats? And I'm not against that either. Yeah, I, mean, I eat grass-fed beef. It's just not the central part of my diet, right. but I'll have it. I want people to find that grace and lightness to wellness and not be overly dogmatic. And that's really the heart of the inflammation spectrum too. It's finding food peace and not being overly obsessed with all this content on content on content when it comes to health, it can be confusion for people. But what if you're eating mostly that way and you still feel inflamed? That's most of my patients. They're very well-read people. They've had to research on their own because doctors will say there's nothing wrong with you, even though they know there's something wrong with them. Or they're told it looks autoimmune, but we don't really know. 
for me at that point, and we mentioned this in the inflammation spectrum because at the back of the book, it's like, okay, maybe you feel 40% better and 50% better. And that's what I see oftentimes. Patients will say, yeah, I'm better than I was, but I'm definitely not where I need to be. It's way better than I would be if I wasn't doing all these things, but I know there's something keeping me back. And that's when a functional medicine doctor comes in because we can run labs and pinpoint things that's beyond food. Mm -hmm. And we talk a little bit about it in the book. We talk about the viral infections. We talk about the underlying gut problems. We talk about the mold toxicities or heavy metal problems. That is, yes, food will help that. But oftentimes with those sort of more complicated cases or these multiple chemical sensitivities, these histamine intolerances or oxalate problems, that's beyond the basics. At that point, you have to lean into it a bit more with advanced protocols. And that's what functional medicine is here for. And you don't think it's too much information making people completely neurotic? It is. There is too much information for people to receive it oftentimes. Mm -hmm. There is too much information for the vessel that contains it. And that creates anxiety and stress about something that certainly I, that's not why I'm writing what I'm writing. But it's definitely something we need to talk about because at some point when we have all this content at our fingertips, the blogs and the books and the podcasts and all that stuff, which is great and I'm part of that conversation, but at a certain point people need to know and use self-control to say, I need to pause this and keep it simple and only take in and digest what you can digest because mm-hmm. stressing about eating healthy right. isn't good for your health. You know, sometimes it's helpful, too, to have a team that understands what you're going through, too, because oftentimes, again, my patients are know what's up, but their disillusion is what's right for them. Mm-hmm. So to have someone like shed light on them and like hold their hand, proverbially speaking, sometimes literally to just say it's going to be OK. We've seen this before. Let's walk you through this because we are in a stage and an age right now of diet disillusionment and food fatigue on a mental, emotional, spiritual level. No, I, th- I think it's so interesting. You know, I do. I, I find the whole movement interesting, but most of this country mm-hmm. would never have a clue. And they also wouldn't have the resources or finances yes. to do these things. So yes. I think probably a lot of your patients are probably, you know, people that are educated, you mm-hmm. know, have money. What do people in the rest of the country do? Yeah, you would think that most of my patients were like, a certain way, because I think that's the uh, stigma that functional medicine has around it. And I definitely, without a doubt, agree that we need to improve access and affordability 100%. But on the flip side, if you look at my one-on-one patients, my top patient base, like career-wise, are nurses, teachers. Mm. They have a common love of spreadsheets <laughs> yeah, because we run labs and we track data and, and we have a lot of engineers too, like working class people that work crazy hours mm-hmm. that just want to get better. So you would think they'd be like one percenter elites, but they're actually not. Most of my patients are. But with that said, even those people, there are people that still we need to make it even more accessible and more affordable. We launched recently an online group class to lower our overheads to make it more affordable and accessible because I can talk to 100 people. Right. And versus doing 100 separate hours, I can get it all in one class. So it's not the same as one-on-one care, but it still is at least giving them some support, which can make powerful changes in someone's life. I agree with you. We need to make it more affordable. We need to make it more accessible. But I think what you're doing in the supplement space is amazing. Otherwise, it's like a wasteland of junk stuff that you're providing quality things. And we need to do more, like all of us collectively, to democratize this information and the support and the tools like supplements into their life because it's it's needed. Right. And I'm very sensitive to, you know, to that subject because the products originally launched in Walmart. Yeah. And that's a very different consumer that you know, used to buy my cosmetics at Bergdorf Goodman. When I've my ninth book was called Beauty from the Inside Out, I gave the book away to the first hundred people that came in the store. 
And they just didn't even know what to do with it. And I just said, just yeah. take one tip, do one thing, swap your soda for water, like, yeah. you know, do those little things. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the more that people will start to make those changes. I love what Walmart is doing. I mean, they're the largest supplier of organic foods in the United States that I know of. Mm-hmm. Other places like Costco. So, I mean, yeah. I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm from a working yeah. class town and I'm used to making this practical. And it's oh so interesting that most of my patients are online. They're not from big cities oftentimes. Mm. They're from small towns right. that don't have access to functional medicine. So I'm used to making this practical and realistic. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. So talk to me about intermittent fasting. I know you are a fan of it. I am. And you do it every day. I do it during the work week. So normally Monday through Friday, I'm doing it not because it's like a big deal or I'm like, this is my program. I just eat when I'm hungry. I'm normally not hungry in the mornings because I'm more fat adapted and I'll break my fast around noon. So I do a time restricted feeding. I typically do 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. I'll get my calories in and making sure that I'm eating enough. 12 to 6 yeah, 12 to 6.30 something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that doesn't, that's definitely not a New York dinner time. We're not saying, okay, honey, <laughs> let's 5 o'clock, let's go out to dinner. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's a tighter window. And yeah. sometimes I'll push it to 7. The whole point is let's find a rhythm and balance for your body. And it's not being, again, obsessive about this. It's just I feel like we need to give our body a break from always eating food, which requires a lot of energy. So it's just saying a little break. Other ideas would be 
like doing an 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. window. That mm-hmm. just goes back to not eating too late. Right. But you have all day long to eat mm-hmm. and allowing your body to fast throughout the night until you break the fast at breakfast, 8 a.m. or around there. It's an amazing way to enhance autophagy or cellular recycling, a great anti-aging mm-hmm. mechanism. So I like it. I sip on Earl Grey tea in the morning. Earl Grey tea is black tea with bergamot, mm-hmm. which— Bergamot's been shown in the scientific literature to enhance cellular recycling. You don't drink coffee? I do occasionally. It's not like my first go-to. And what's the worst thing you eat? Probably too much sugar. So I do a cyclical ketotarian approach. It'll be a healthier version of it. It'll be like coconut sugar, but still, it's It's still still sugar. sugar. And I am a big peanut butter addict. Mm -hmm. So I eat way too much peanut butter. Nothing wrong with peanut butter. I hear there is something wrong with peanut butter. It's like almond butter is better. Peanut butter is inflammatory. Is that not true? Peanut butter gets shamed a lot, especially yeah. in the paleo world. Peanuts are higher in what are called aflatoxins. They're like potential like mold toxins that mm-hmm. are, peanuts are basically moldy. I get Valencia peanuts. It's organic. It's lower mold. It's uh, reputable brands. But generally, conventional peanuts are higher in these toxins. And it's a legume, which can be higher in lectins that some people have problems with it, but not everybody, which is back to my point of the inflammation spectrum. It's finding out what your body loves. My body loves peanut butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit too much. My body loves vodka. <laughs> <laughs> what kind? I, I don't know. I, I do Tito's. Okay. Maybe there's a better vodka for me. I don't know. But yeah. what's, how does alcohol fit on being healthy? And my body doesn't love vodka. My mind does. Okay. I'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I say in the inflammation spectrum to go off of it during the inflammation calming time because we want to give the liver extra mm-hmm. support there. But people can bring it back in, and I actually talk about which alcohols to focus on, which ones to bring back in first. The amount to test back in definitely can be used in small amounts Mm -hmm. and if someone has a healthy relationship with it. And vodka specifically, because you're not adding like other sugars and things like that, because it's distilled, it's not having the same gluten as beer. Mm -hmm. I call beer uh, gluten juice. It's Uh more problematic for people that have gluten problems. But even though it comes from wheat, oftentimes certain vodkas can come from wheat, the distilled process removes that. Right, because I guess Tito's is corn. Yes. I mean, I've tried quinoa vodka. You know, I've I've tried them all. I don't care. Vodka. No, Tito's is very well respected. Is that inflammatory alcohol, though? It's going to be impacting the liver, Mm -hmm. and it definitely could raise inflammation because you're slowing down liver function to some degree and downregulating the liver's ability to do other Mm -hmm. jobs. So, yes, in a way, it could raise inflammation levels. But— there's different mechanisms to take into consideration because when you talk about insulin and blood sugar, mm-hmm. that's going to raise inflammation. There are some people that drink alcohol moderately, responsibly, that they actually see lower insulin levels and lower blood sugar levels. I'm not saying alcohol is an anti-inflammatory, right. but I'm saying it's just not, It's we don't want to oversupply it too much. I don't think that low sugar alcohol is like the worst thing you could do. And what about your kids? How do they deal and do they ever come home from their, well, you probably don't know if they're like eating the junk at their friend's house, you know, shoving yeah. ho-hos in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> my kids are pretty funny. They'll, they'll, they're honest with me. They'll say, like, hey, I had this. Fine, I don't want to shame anybody, at least of all my kids. Like, My kids eat gluten-free because they both don't feel well when they have gluten. So they kind of know. They're not celiac. They just mm-hmm. have kind of that non-celiac gluten right. sensitivity. I think everyone does. I think everybody think has it does. to some degree. Yeah. yeah. Some people can get away with it in certain forms, in certain amounts. When I go to Europe— yeah. It's amazing. I have no inflammation. I eat all the bread I want, fries, pasta, and I come home five pounds Yeah, more. I don't get it. Yeah. So you have to look at, is it the gluten or is it the hybridization or the spraying and the glyphosate? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of variables to consider, but I see that a lot. 
patients going on vacation and they'll say, hey, in Europe, I'm fine. I have things I would never have at home yeah. and I feel fantastic. Then I also think maybe it's that they're less stressed when they're on vacation. Right. I feel worse when I eat gluten-free. I don't know what, I don't know if it's a potato starch or what's yeah. in it. Just because it's gluten-free doesn't necessarily mean right. it's healthier for you. Yeah. But you're right. It's just because it's gluten-free doesn't yeah. necessarily mean we should read labels. We should look at yeah. what's going on. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Talk to me about dairy. Dairy is... In the inflammation spectrum, I put dairy as one of the core four of foods to avoid for a while and then bring it back in and see what your body loves and hates. Many people tolerate dairy. Many people have no problem with dairy and some people do. So it's not a blanket statement. And I apply that to almost every food. But the problem with dairy, the dairy protein, casein, can be a problem for some people. Now, there are different types of subtypes of casein. There's beta A1 casein and beta A2. The more ancient, like, cows that would have been around for thousands and thousands of years have what's called beta-A2 casein, which our genetics haven't changed in about 10,000 years. So the human race would have eaten and been exposed to this beta-A2 casein for the majority of human existence, people that had cows. But the very short period of time of human existence, we now have a new casein called beta-A1 casein. So this, not just with dairy protein, but food supply and toxins and all of this mismatch between genetics and epigenetics or our genome, our DNA, and our environment is really at the heart of a lot of this research that's coming out and looking at why autoimmunity is on the rise, why there are different chronic inflammatory problems on the rise. So the problem may not be the dairy itself, but what we've done to the cow 
a livestock feed in the United States. You mentioned going to Europe and getting the nice wheat supply. People can get these A2 dairies that are in parts of Europe. They're in Africa. They're in Australia, New Zealand, and India. And people are bringing the cows to the United States. And that's why you'll see more and more A2 milk. Not even heard of A2. Yeah. No, really. So this is a thing. It's growing. And they want you to know because they can probably yeah. char- charge you more for the A2 yeah. milk for the time being until supply and demand kicks mm-hmm. in and makes it more hmm. democratized. But the moment, they want you to know because they're paying to get these cows out here in the United States. And they're not like your average cow, but they have this more of this ancient casein that is more in alignment with our gut microbiomes, more alignment with our DNA. So there's a more of a synergy and symmetry amongst us and our food, which is what we should be getting to more of as a human race. Because if we started doing that, we'd see far less health problems, far less inflammatory problems. So if you, you know, are someone that have always done carbs Mm -hmm. and you want to see what your body is like, more keto. Yeah. So I way I recommend it in both ketotarian and the inflammation spectrum is to go at least four weeks for like the lower inflammatory problems. And I give them a quiz in the book so people can figure out what you took the quiz to. I flunked. <laughs> I flunked. <laughs> but uh, no shame there. But honestly, for most people, and I said this in ketotarian and the inflammation spectrum, go eight weeks because that's going to really give your body enough time. And I'm talking to people with more chronic health problems, right. but I'm even seeing this just across the board. And at that point, they can get a semblance of what their biochemistry can do and give their body even a chance to get metabolic flexibility. Mm -hmm. What has taken years to get to where you're at today or the person that's listening, it's going to take more than a couple of days or a week to move in the right direction. Now, you'll start feeling better. I'm not saying that you're waiting eight weeks to see anything, Mm -hmm. but you have to be trending in the right direction and give your body that time to to start repairing and balancing and calming down. So give give me a day. Give me like, you know, people that are listening, okay, they want to just kind of, before they even run out and buy the book. Yeah. Give them a day. Like, what are they having for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack? A typical day. I will typically would fast in the morning. If you want to have like a chia seed pudding bowl, you could have that in the morning. You could add some hemp protein. You could have some sauteed greens and like a a grass-fed like sausage. You could have a smoothie with like coconut milk or almond milk and MCT oil and berries and lower fructose, higher healthy fat smoothie. And you shouldn't be hungry till lunch. Yes, you're right. So... If you are starving and irritable and hangry, you're not probably not eating enough. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think intermittent fasting should be leaned into. Right. Because sometimes people do too much too soon because they think it's it's the thing they should mm-hmm. be doing, but they're doing too much for their body, what their body's ready for. So have this be a sense of grace and not just be being aggressive for the sake of it when you're fasting. And then lunch, uh, I'll have like a pesto zoodle bowl like with zucchini noodles, mm-hmm. get a spiralizer. They sell them in like plastic things at Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. And then there's avocado oil dressing in there. And these are recipes in the book. That's not a very filling meal though, is it? Uh, Well, yeah, it's a big bowl. And then you can add protein to that. You could add some wild caught fish. Mm-hmm. You could do that. If you eat meat, you can have organic chicken or a grass-fed beef like burger. If you didn't have a smoothie in the morning, you could have a smoothie at lunch. And that's quite filling as well. I mean, you could have snacks if you want to have some snacks. That's fine, I'm, especially at the beginning. So maybe some toasted nuts. You can get some like spicy nuts. You get some sweet nuts in there. And there's different recipes for that if you're having those. And then for dinner, some sort of wild-caught fish, some sautéed vegetables, 
some baked vegetables, like Brussels sprouts. I love those. Um, Sulfur-rich vegetables help with the methylation, which is needed for healthy hormones and detox pathways. And then I love these avocado fries in the book. Avocado fries? Yes, they're like sliced avocados. And they're breaded with almond flour. Who makes that for you? Your wife or you? Well, I make them and my you wife do? make okay. them. Yeah. But my wife's definitely a better cook than I yeah. am. And then this chipotle aioli dressing. I got that recipe idea because I was at a health event and they had them in this hotel. They were amazing. And that's why I wanted, I'm like, we need avocado fries at the book. And so oh. we figured out a way to do it. It was so tasty. So I'm guessing, in your opinion, calories don't count. Calories matter, but they're secondary to the quality of foods. Your body's more of a, you know, a chemistry lab, less of a, a calculator, so to speak. You should be eating until you're full. You should eat when you're hungry. So calories are a part of that, but it's not the totality of it. I think it's fascinating, and I think your books are amazing. And and for people that are listening, which book should they buy first? I appreciate that. Yeah, so I would say a good beginner book is The Inflammation Spectrum uh, because it looks at food as a whole. It's not honing down on a certain way of eating. It's not a specific food paradigm. It's just looking at food and non-food things. It's not just about food that, mm -hmm. that bring inflammation up. There's stress and social disconnection and social media addiction and toxins and lack of sleep that we talk about too. So it's a, a real big functional medicine perspective on how to get your life in check. Mm -hmm. Ketotarian is someone can lean into it after that. If somebody is already in the wellness game for a while, both could, will be good, but ketotarian may be a good fresh perspective on the ketogenic diet. And how else could people find you? There's um, now you are on the Goop podcast, right? Mm -hmm. With Seamus? Yeah, it's Goop Fellows. Yeah. Goop's amazing. Yeah. And they asked Seamus and I to be the first spinoff uh -huh. for the podcast. Uh, we cool. launched in the spring. It's like really cool. We talk about life transformations mm -hmm. and We'll talk about yours. Yeah. Then. So where else could people reach you besides? Everything's at drwillcole.com. Uh -huh. so you can go to drwillcole.com. You can take the quiz that's in the book. We offer a free webcam health evaluation if people want to talk and see if functional mm -hmm. medicine is right for them or consult with me is right for them or the group class and on at drwillcole on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. Okay. Then I just want to end with a speed round. What's the last thing you ate? I had a grass-fed burger salad at Bel Campo at Hudson Yards. What's the last exercise you did? My Peloton bike two days ago. What's the last thing you bought? Other than that other than burger. Food. Yeah, other <laughs> than food. Oh, man, I can't even think about it. I've been intentionally not spending money on like material things. You're lately. such a hippie. I know. I'm like You're such a hippie. It. I'm like giving things away. Aww. Yeah. So I I'm like, ugh, I have too much clothes and stuff. I can't even tell you. Probably was some non-toxic maybe deodorant or something mm -hmm. I got at Target. Uh-huh. Something that was probably the last thing. And well, how do you fall asleep at night? Uh I have these essential oil sprays that I spray on my face, on the pillow that's like lavender and orange peel and things like that. Yeah, I just talk to my wife. We talk mm -hmm. about the day. And uh, what's your last book you read? The last book I read was Simon Sinek. We had him on for the Goop Fellows. It's called Infinite Games. It's a really fascinating read. And what's your coffee order? Coffee? I'll just get black. So then what's your take on bulletproof coffee? Are you still fasting if you're having bulletproof coffee? It is because it's not stimulating insulin and you, meaning you're not having carbs mm -hmm. and you're just having healthy fats, which by all means, I think Dave Asprey is on amazing things because he's giving people an alternative fuel source when there is so much in sugar burning mode. This is a good alternative mm -hmm. because they're getting their body healthy fats, which they need. Their brain needs it. Their metabolism needs it. Their immune system needs it. But from a functional medicine like geeky standpoint and things that I look at on labs, sometimes people are having those 
and they're putting the butter in it and they their bodies actually don't do well long term from a like a liquid fat standpoint the coconut oil and the butter can be a problem for some people mm-hmm. again some people do fantastic with it, right. but some people don't. Some people have intestinal permeability or leaky gut syndrome problems, and that can create something called uh, endotoxemia. Or basically, the bacterial toxins, LPS, lipopolysaccharides, can create inflammation. So they can be eating this healthy thing, but it's still driving inflammation levels up. Without a doubt, it's better than the standard American breakfast. But just because something's better doesn't necessarily mean it's optimal for you. Well, I could talk to you all day, and we will definitely take this offline because you're going to have to tell me why I flunked your test. Well, we'll talk about Uh, it. Thank you so much for being my guest, being on my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, a pleasure to meet you. And thank you. What's your son's name? Solomon. Solomon. Are you paying attention? Thanks for coming and sitting there. I know it's boring. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.